look great. You're doing good. You are fabulous. Yes, that's right. Welcome to the podcast for moms by this mama, keeping it raw, real, and unfiltered every Thursday. Let's get into Christian Mom Uncensored. Hi, everyone. So I just want to do some updates to this week and talk about um, having kids when you're younger versus when you're older. Also having kids in 2022 just looks so differently from when I had Mia in 2018 and it's only been about four years. And I just also want to talk about like age gaps and um, how, you know, kids really can change and affect families and what you can do this summer if you are just kind of worried about finances and things because I know like we're on the verge of a freaking depression I feel like it's about to be like the great depression of the 20s um just with the way gas prices are and the way prices are in general and the formula shortage it just feels like there's a lot going on so we have a lot to talk about and Let's just start chatting. So um, I first want to give you guys a fitness update. I feel like I've been talking about it every week, and I do want to not talk about it every week, but it's what I'm doing every week. Lots of words. Um, So I don't know if you are like me and had like gym anxiety. I think I have social anxiety in general, and I think that most of us do because of COVID. We were in our houses for so long that it's just so weird to get back out and interact with people. For instance, for me, going to the store is so awkward for me. I don't know why, because I haven't gone to the store in years. You guys know I don't grocery shop. I Instacart. And so when I have to go into a store for any reason and like interact with the cashier, like I'm actually a, a people person, so I do it fine, but I'm always like, did I say something weird? Um, or if I talk to a neighbor, I'm like, did I sound weird? Did I answer? Was I nice? Do they think I'm avoiding them? And like, so I just kind of constantly worry about like, are people thinking that I'm a weirdo? Um, but so I think that I can honestly, being where I am now, I am in a place of such understanding when it comes to the gym. And I'm going to just tell you guys a little bit about me, raw, real, (laughs) raw, real, uncensored, unfiltered. And so here's the thing. I was, you guys know my history with, with food and everything, but I was really small at one point. And then I gained a little weight, not that I was ever like crazy big, but you know, gained more weight than I ever had been before. I was like 80, 90 pounds, shot up to like 115, 120. And, you know, then, you know, got pregnant. (laughs) The rest is history, right? Um, But I had never understood why people who want to lose weight or have struggle with their weight just don't go to the gym. And remember, I come from a pretty messed up, distorted um, situation when it comes to food and exercise and diet anyway. In fact, I am now at almost 30 years old trying to reteach and retrain my relationship with food, exercise, and diet. And it's a very conflicting place to be. And I probably should should be doing this with a professional, but I'm going to try to do it on my own because I have no time for, for like people. Like I don't have time to be peopling. But um, so I... So you guys know I joined the gym, so I've been going to the gym, 
and I really enjoy going to the gym, but the times that I have gone, I haven't utilized like it to the maximum. And I kind of shoot myself in the foot. Like I'll get on the treadmill, the elliptical, the bike, whatever. I really use my gym for cardio. And then if I'm going to do strength stuff, I feel more comfortable coming home and doing that. And I'm thinking of the reason why, and this is something that's so bizarre. I've never had this issue in my life is I haven't been to the gym in a long time since I like since this time that I joined. And so I know how to work a good amount of equipment, but I don't know where all of the equipment is. I never did like a formal tour. I just signed up online and just went in, saw where the machines are and went because I'm like social anxious, socially anxious, right? And so anyway, I realize now that <laughs> I feel so awkward trying to figure out what to do. And I see, I see these other people, like I'm starting to get like the vibe. I see these really hardcore old people working out. And then I see like the casual old people working out. Then I see the fit girls and they're like running as fast as they can on the treadmill, like running on the stair stepper. And I'm like, I'm just stepping on these steps. Y'all are taking it to the next level or, um, you know, and then they're going over and they're like doing like pull-ups and like all this stuff that I used to do. But I... (laughs) I'm now like self-conscious of people looking at me and before I think I was so motivated to be fit that I didn't care what people thought and I used to go to the gym with a friend and honestly having a buddy just makes the difference so I think I'm looking for a gym buddy because I feel like when you have a gym buddy let's say there's a a piece of equipment I want to check out me and my friend can go look at it and be like okay it's cool so I'm actually roped in one of my best guy friends to go to the gym with me one time because then I feel like I can like do a full workout go to the strength side and not feel intimidated and I don't feel I feel like okay I have a mom bod right and I'm working on the mom bod and then also like if you go to the strength side where like the free weights are and like the strength equipment there's all these like jacked dudes and I just know, and I'm not trying to manifest this. This is always happens to me. People just want to talk to me when I just do things in life. Are you okay? Does this happen to you when you're doing things in life? People talk to you. It sounds super vague. What I mean is like, I will be, there was one day I was walking into the building at work and this kind of got on my nerves. And this is like, what it's like to be a woman tea. Like this is the annoying stuff that happens as a woman would never happen as a man. Um, so I was walking into the, the office and I had, um, there is like from the, so I walked from behind the building, there's like a side entrance that you can go through. And then there's like a main entrance. I always pack park in the back of the building and walk to the side entrance because it's faster to get out um, at the end of the day. Cause you have to like go around the building anyway to leave. And so I'm already on the backside. I just have to go straight and I can exit. So there is a little sidewalk with steps And then it ends and it goes like next to this garage that's only for like upper executives, fancy. And then um, 
there's the entrance. So I skipped walking up the stairs one day because it's literally like, a, like it was just annoying and there's a sidewalk. And so I was walking into the building. I was standing next to the sidewalk. Keep in mind, the building is not even at half capacity because of COVID. We all have different days that we go into the office um, and we all only go into the office one day. And this man is driving his red car, this older white dude. And he's just like, hey, don't you love our new sidewalks? And I looked at him and I was like, oh yeah, they're nice. And he was like, don't you think it'd be safer to be on the sidewalk? And I was like, yeah. He was like, so get on the sidewalk. And I was like, all right, sir, have a good day. I think I'm good. And so the problem was I didn't know who he was. He could have been like upper executive type person and I didn't want to like make him mad. But also mind your own damn business. Like get out my face. I was almost at the point where the sidewalk ends anyway and you have to be in the street. There are no cars. The only cars that would see me are oncoming traffic. So I would see them first and you can't even drive oncoming on this side of the road. That doesn't make any sense. So like no one there was like no one was gonna hit me because I was in the drop-off section where it was just this whole thing and I feel like whenever I'm out in public people want to talk to me and I guess that sounds stupid because like duh people talk to each other but they always have things to say like I remember I was driving one day and I was stopped at a red light and I was going to get lunch and this guy looks at me and he's like hey smile you should smile you're so pretty you should smile I don't want to smile for you. I'm not smiling. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for complimenting me on my physical attractiveness, but I don't need to smile, Mr. Sidewalk Sweeper. And it was a sidewalk sweeper, dude. Well, he was sweeping. I don't know what he, I don't know what he does for his life, but I know that at that time he was sweeping the sidewalk. He could have owned one of those businesses, but I was just like so annoyed. And I feel like if I go to the gym, and I go to the weight section, right? And let's say I'm going to go do whatever I'm going to do, right? Like, because I would pre-plan it, pre-plan it because of my anxiety. I have, well, I'm getting some free weights at home. I would pre-plan it, practice it, <laughs> like make sure when I go to the gym, I don't look stupid. But as soon as I get over there, I'm going to get some weights and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to start working my back out or working out whatever I want to do with these weights and someone's going to say, hey, do you need some help? Or, hey, you should, your form is off. Or, hey, you should do it like this. And it's like, get out my face. Did I ask you to look at my form? Did I ask you if I needed assistance? It's one thing if I was going to go, like, deadlift or, like, I don't know, do some, like, chest presses or whatever those things are with, like, the really big bar. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing all that. That's so extra. I'm not doing that. I don't need a spot for, like, 10 pounds of weights okay I'm fine and so I just feel like I'm gonna get over there and all the muscly men are gonna say something and if it's not a muscly man it's gonna be an old sweaty dude and I don't like it so what is my advice on this just go and look mean and look busy like be confident or just be oh thank you I've got it thanks so much though I would say it just like that too um there are gyms there's a gym called Lynn Bricks I think and there's another gym I used to I think it's like called Curve or something and it's an all women's gym but this one gym was so weird it was like 
a circle of equipment and it had a timer and you just move to all the different equipment, which I understand they have that at my planet fitness as well. But like, what if I just want to go get on the treadmill or what if I just want to go do like strength stuff? Anyway, I think it's called curve. So if you want an all female gyms, they exist. And I feel like I would go to an all girl gym and I would feel so comfortable, but I don't want it to be like, I'm one of those people that has to be in an all girls gym. Like, these men do not intimidate me. They just get on my nerves. I mean, they do intimidate me because I have anxiety. I just don't want them to say anything. So anyway, when I was just like on my treadmill and I was just like had it inclined up to 11 and I was just like going hard, I was like, don't come for me. Okay. And I'm also like a planner and also it's COVID, right? So if I'm working out, I want to have like two like two machines between us if possible you know when you go to the gym and there's like rows so at least at my gym and probably most gyms there's like rows of equipment so like there's some bikes and there's some ellipticals there's some treadmills I don't want to be running on a treadmill next to somebody that ended up happening today so whenever I go walk into the gym I look for like the corner machine that's like if anyone's I'm not going to be in between anybody or you know is there a lot of space I went um at 7 a.m. on on Saturday and was like, no one's going to be here. All the old people were there. But, like, it was actually kind of popping, and I realized I should probably go, like, a little bit earlier or a little bit later because when I was, like, finishing up my workout around 8.30, it was, like, kind of tapering down, and I figured that's when people would be showing up. So I need to find, like, the sweet spot. My gym's also open 24 hours a day, so maybe I just need to go at 9 p.m., But that's just not conducive for my lifestyle. And I know myself, I do so much better when I um, work out in the morning. So it's kind of a hard scenario when you have kids. And I was thinking, like, one of my best friends is going over, over to a class. Um, and she's like, yeah, I'm going to go do this cool class. And I was like, oh, fun. And I was like, oh, what? I mean, I could go do that, too, if I wanted but it just takes so much more planning when you have children. It's never like, oh, I'm just going to go work out. No, it's like, who has the kids? Like, if I want to go early, Elliot still sleeps in bed, and Mia likes to sleep with somebody. So, like, if Ethan puts her to sleep in her room and she wakes up, she's coming to find you. And so that's not, like, necessarily a bad thing. It's just... um. What do we do about that? So anyway, this morning I woke up and I had, you know, Ethan put Mia in the bed with him and then I left so that all the kids were in the bed with dad and I went to the gym and I would do that um, every day if I could actually and I I really want to Um, and I'm going to try to do it as much as I can. It's just I have to see if like waking Mia up and moving her affects her going back to sleep and, and things like that. And it, Or if Elliot starts fussing, it's just easier if when, in the mornings if I'm in the bed with Elliot too because then if he wakes up, he can just grab a boob and go back to sleep. But we are making some transitions. So anyway, that was a long, long spiel. So anyway, I was thinking about how could I solve the issue with the gym? Because if I had friends in the area, it would be ideal for us to just kind of go at the same time. Oh my gosh, that dog got out. I'm watching my neighbor. So my neighbor has this really big black Doberman and this Doberman has been an issue 
Oh, no, he escaped. Well, I'm not going to get it. Okay, sorry. I'm watching this dog, y'all. Are they outside with him, maybe? Oh, yeah, he's outside. Okay. I had to make sure my neighbor was outside, too, because, like, otherwise, there was this one time I had gotten back from a doctor's appointment with Elliot, and he was a baby, like, still an infant carrier. This dog is, like, three yards down. And I'm not afraid of dogs, but I... Like, if it were just me, I would have just, like, gotten out, went inside, like, not super concerned, like, kind of ignoring the dog's existence, and that's what I did with Elliot, but what I told, so, but I was nervous, because I like this little baby in a, um, carrier, and I, so, like, like I said, I'm not afraid of dogs, I've been around dogs a ton, um, and big dogs, they don't bother me, they're usually just sweethearts, but you just never know, and I've seen this particular dog attack two, now I'm just giving you my neighborhood tea, this can be a whole new segment, my neighborhood tea, um, I've seen this particular dog attack other dogs on the block, so this dog is never leashed, and I don't know why, because this dog needs to be leashed if other dogs are out. I've never seen this dog attack, I don't know this dog's name, this dog, um, this dog attack, um, a person, but I've seen it three times attack two different dogs, one dog twice, and another dog once, and he attacked this little tiny, like, fluffy dog, I don't know dog breeds, I just know that one's a Doberman, because, like, I know what a Doberman is, but it was, like, it was probably, like, a palm ski, it was a Pomeranian mix, like, this little dog, and he attacked this bigger dog that looked kind of like a, I don't even know what it is, like a big black, it was, like, another black dog, but it was, like, shaggier, anyway, and I had, I saw all the neighborhood men have to go get this dog from getting the little dog. And now I'm watching because my bunnies are outside and I don't want this dog to get my bunnies. But I think that my neighbor just got his dog. Sidetrack. There's a family of bunnies that live in my backyard and Nia named them Flower 1, Flower 2, Flower 3, and Flower 4. And they're so cute. There is the mommy and I think three babies or maybe a dad situation. I don't know what bunnies like the bunny gen I don't know what the bunnies are but I saw this one bunny anyway he was in our backyard and he there's this like one little patch of grass that stays tall that he likes to like hide it and sleep in and then I saw the baby and it's so tiny and so cute so anyway I just want to make sure this dog is not getting my baby bunnies because I'm all for them living in my backyard it's the cutest thing I don't have a garden Oh, but I was going to put out some vegetables. Okay, I don't want them to eat my plants, but I don't think they will. And if they do, I'm not that crumpy old, like, gardener and Peter Rabbit. Like, you can have a tomato if you're hungry. Um, I say that now, and then all the gardeners are going to message me like, Britt, you've never gardened before, have you? But I did get a flower plant. I don't even know what it is for Mother's Day, and it's thriving. I put it out by my porch, and I watered it one time, and it's thriving because it's, like, been out in the sunlight. Anyway, what was I saying about these dogs? Oh, so I had Elliot, and so I was scared, like, if if the dog did come and become aggressive with me, I had like this newborn baby and I think I was like newly postpartum too. And so I had Ethan, I had Ethan 
call, I called Ethan and said, just can you stand by the door? I'm going to bring Elliot in. That way, if I got attacked, he could just like run out. If I was by myself and the dog attacked me, like I would just punch it in the nose. I think that's what you're supposed to do. Or is that what you're supposed to do with sharks? I think it would still kind of work, but like their nose is close to their teeth. Oh, I think you're supposed to bite dogs behind the ear and you're supposed to punch sharks in the nose if you get attacked. This is not any type of advice that you should probably follow because I am talking out of my butt right now because I don't know what I'm saying. Um, but I, that's just what I heard. So anyway, I was just looking at the neighborhood tea. And so there's this family and I'm so awkward. Are all millennials awkward? There's like, I want me to have friends in the neighborhood. I saw there's a family that has two girls all the way down on the right, a family that has one girl across the street, all the way on the end on the left. And I'm going to make them become friends. I see the parents come and go and we wave, but we're never outside at the same time. And I've never seen these children outside. Like my children like to go outside on the reg. Um, these kids don't, or they're always in their backyard maybe. And the way our backyards are, we all have fences. So I can't see into anyone else's backyard. So I don't know if they're in the backyard. Anyway, so I'm just trying to make friends for my child and I'm going to have like, we're a cool house. We have some cool toys. Like, I'm a cool mom. So, like, if you don't, like, let's sit on the porch and let the kids play. And so that's my goal this summer is to make friends for my child and to get confident enough to go to the weight section of the gym and not be a, a punk and be scared. Because I feel like I'm not, like, a fitness girl yet. Like, I'm trying, but I'm not a fitness girl yet. Also, update on going keto adjacent. It's a lot easier than I, okay, it's hard. There are some times where I'm, like, there's, if there's, okay, sorry y'all I drank a lot of coffee slowing down going keto adjacent is not as hard as going straight keto so what do I mean by keto adjacent keto is like no carbs or like very little very 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 like right very little carbs keto adjacent for me is just like low carb like mostly protein but I also, I'm going to eat more fruit and stuff like that. When I was pregnant, I couldn't even really eat fruit because of like the sugar or whatever um, with gestational, like it just didn't work out for me. So it was hard because sometimes I could, like I, there are certain times a day I could eat it, but like I couldn't eat it in the afternoons or else my blood sugar would be crazy. But um, it's hard if you're prepped, like if, because what I noticed is that I, if you're gonna do this kind of lifestyle, oh my gosh, I feel like freaking Snow White. Now there's a bunch of birds on my porch and the bunny. Um, anyway, um, if you're gonna go keto adjacent or keto or do any lifestyle, just really prep your fridge and prep at least snacks because for me, meals aren't hard to do. Like I can do eggs, I could do an open faced sandwich, I could do um, a low carb tortilla wrap like lunch is easy I could do like cucumbers and hummus or carrots and hummus and I mean that could be a snack too but I feel like sometimes I need something quick and if I don't have like a protein shake on hand or string cheese or beef jerky those are easy snacks or like nuts then I I feel like I don't know what to eat and then I'm like oh the kids are eating chips like gosh I could have a chip and then like oh hey let me eat one chip and then it's like okay great now I ate all the chips and so it's like as long as you prepare yourself I think it's okay I 
don't get mad when my family eats things that I want because I am a carnivore. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So most of the things I would want, like if I was a vegetarian, I would be very upset if somebody was eating like wings in front of me because I would want wings. But if someone's eating like a bowl of spaghetti, I'm not mad that I'm not eating spaghetti. I'm fine with my meatballs on keto bread sandwich open face keto sandwich and that's kind of what I've been doing like instead of me eating this big bowl of pasta let me either do zoodles or if you can get keto bread there is keto bread I don't know why I keep saying keto um and things like there's low carb bread there's all this stuff so that you can still eat and get full and have some kind of carbs because if I went like none at all I'd probably it'd be hard. I think I could do it at some point, just not to start. And I feel like a lot of times when we have goals, it depends on the type of person you are. But if you are like me, um, I can't go too hard too quickly because then I'll fail. Like if I go full throttle, not saying that I'm not going full throttle, but let, let's say I went like, all right, no carbs. I said, I'm not doing any carbs. Instead of saying, all right, I'm going to do low carb keto adjacent and, you know, get the hang of eating low carbs and eating high protein and lots of veggies and things like that. And then I can go to even lesser carbs and things like that. It's a little bit easier because if you don't give yourself space or time to eat the things you like, want, or crave, you're going to binge on them at some point, unless you have insane self-control. And so that's kind of been my thing. Like, oh, we're having a spaghetti night. Well, let me grab this slice of keto bread and put my meatballs and cheese on top of this bread and eat that instead of eating, like I said, a bowl of pasta or a plate of pasta. Um, and that works. Or like I prepare things I love. So like I love buffalo chicken dip. I like chili. Those are two things my family doesn't like to eat. And so I will happily eat all of it on my own. And so that like making, I'm going to be crock potting my chili on Sundays or whatever, buffalo chicken dip, whatever I kind of want to eat for lunch for the week. And so it's easier to do because my kids for lunch will do like sandwiches. They'll do like grilled cheese. They'll do, um, chicken nuggets, obviously. They'll do like ramen noodles. They'll do mini pizzas. They'll do like all these little like carb centric foods. They are both really good about fruits and veggies though. Um, and Ellie, Ellie can sometimes do when I'm eating, but Mia likes her, the things she likes. And so anyway, um, there's that. And so my advice is to just give yourself, like, for instance, I went to the gym and today and I burned almost 600 calories working out. I burned like five, I don't remember, five, it was like 592 or something like that. And I didn't get to get on all the machines I wanted. And I kept thinking, wow, if I got on more machines, I could burn more, I could burn more. And, but then I had to think like, well, you know what you got here, which was already something you haven't been doing consistently and has been your goal, and you burned a good amount, you know, for a workout, you're fine. And then I went home and had a keto breakfast. And so it was fine. Um, I also, if you want to eat out, there's ways to do it. And I'll tell you, like, some of the things I did while pregnant and even recently is, like, you can get, if you're on Taco Bell, you can do their bowls without the rice and without the beans. I mean, um, and the corn and stuff. Same with Chipotle. Chipotle is actually super keto friendly. 
um, Chipotle salads all day and McDonald's. Just do whatever you want without the bread. And you're probably going to be good. And no fries, obviously. Um, you can get do a lettuce wrap. I've had a Wendy's lettuce wrap burger before. It was really good. Like, it was so good. Um, I don't eat Wendy's that often. But I was like, if I ever do, that's what I will get. Uh, McDonald's one day for breakfast, I had um, and a sausage egg McMuffin. Took off my muffin, and it was still yummy. Um, you can also just take off, like... Let's say you like really need a piece of bread, just take off the top bun or the bottom bun and you'll be surprised at like how many calories you save or how many carbs you cut just by doing that. So that's just like my food advice, but we're going to move on because that was a lot of blabbing. I've had a lot of things, but it's my podcast, so I have the right. So I wanted to give you an update about, I just talked about the gym, um, the gym, and then I want to switch and talk about, um, suffering and I'll explain that a little bit but I this past weekend remember I record this episode in segments so you're just seeing my life as it unfolds but I went to the gym on Saturday morning before I worked and I got on the treadmill for an hour burned a lot of calories I was really pleased with myself and then on Sunday I went to the gym with my friend Jordan. You guys know Jordan is my kid's godfather. We've been friends for 10 years. Um, you know, I, you know, met him the same year I started dating Ethan. And so we've been a friend group for as long as I've been with my husband. Um, and so we're really, really close. My kids absolutely adore him. We see him almost during the summer. It's been like every weekend so far. Um, I'm going to give him next weekend off, but the next weekend, I'm going to be bugging him, um, to do this thing. And I'll tell you guys about that in a minute, but I went to the gym with him and honestly, here's what I'm going to say about if you're like a nervous about going to a gym. So I think I have like social anxiety. I don't want to look stupid and I haven't been to the gym in a long time. And Jordan doesn't regularly go to a gym, but he's active. Like he golfs, he plays tennis. He's, um, he rides his bike. He's like an active guy. Um, and so we worked out and we started with cardio and then we went over and did a couple different like weight machines. So like leg press and, you know, like we were lifting our shoulder, like our shoulders and like doing all this stuff. And what was good about that was we were able to like go to the gym and I was always kind of nervous to walk to the weight side and we went and it was fine. And now that I've done it and we got, what we would do is we would find a machine and we would each do like 10 reps and then switch. And then we would do that like three times or, you know, 15 reps and then switch and then do that. So needless to say, I'm sore, but it was great. Cause I was like, okay, so if I go to the gym, I can kind of walk around, pick a machine and try it out and, you know, kind of do some of those machines that I've done. And then, you know, if it's kind of quieter in the gym, explore some more. Um, the gym that I go to does also have a workout class called um, TRX. And so I might want to do that. I did that when I was younger. And anyway, it's just, it was a good experience. But I wanted to switch gears and talk about something I was listening to. So you went on my weekends, I kind of do things a little bit backwards. Um, not in a bad way, I wouldn't say, but I, for instance, will, um,
oh well, I, for instance, will go um, through the weekends. It's really busy. So, like, sometimes on Sunday mornings, I'll listen to church. But if it's a day, like Sunday was where we went to the gym and then we went to go do food trucks and then um, it was just like we were we were doing things. So I didn't do that. That on Monday mornings while I'm working, uh, I kind of like the chance to listen to church then because it's like a quiet time. It's the start of the week and um, it's just good, you know. To, to connect and listen to, to a church service then. And so anyway, I, um, I'm saying all this because I was listening to Joyce Meyer and, you know, if you want to listen to, um, let's say you want to connect with God or you want to hear some teaching and you know you don't have an hour and a half to listen to elevation or an hour to listen to your church service joyce meyer has many different types of podcasts some are 15 minutes 10 minutes 30 minutes an hour and so you can kind of get what you need in the time that you have and i think um you know god's going to meet you where you're at in in your life so just because you don't have an hour and a half to dedicate to listen right now this week or because of life you know, God's going to meet you where you're at. And so I think, you know, spending conscious time and listening and connecting with something is um, one way that's really, really helpful. So um, something, so I was saying, I was talking about struggle. So something that I've really been facing with recently is, and you guys all know, dealing with um, why do I have to deal with certain things in my life? Not that, um, any of it's too dramatic or too, like, it's not the worst scenario. There are people who deal with life much worse, and I'm very aware of that. But there are, like, lifelong struggles I've had, and I wonder, like, why is it that I have to be someone that feels like this or be someone who, who walks through this through struggle? And so I've always maintained this, the perspective I've always maintained the perspective, even like when I was young and in high school, that, hey, I've gone through being bullied. I've gone through eating disorder. I've gone through self-harm. I've gone through all of these things because there's people out there in the world, but I'm going to overcome all these things. I've always kind of had that mindset. And it's always been like, and when I do, I'll be able to help other people who are in the middle of these types of situations or in the middle of uh, depression or in the middle of um, struggling with body image. And so to be almost 30 and to be kind of facing some of those things head on again, it's like, these are things I faced in my past. And I have confidently said for a long time, these have been laid, they're laid to bed. And so I recently have been asking God, why are these resurfacing? Like, why? Why is this um, an issue? Anyway, um, speaking of just Christianity, I know a lot of the big question is like, if God loves us or made us, why do things, bad things happen? Or why is life hard? And for me, it's been, well, why do I have to face things that I faced in my younger years and deal with them now? And I think that revisiting them now, um, it's a good time because Mia's only four. And just being aware of how I talk about food, how I go through, you know, 
getting in shape and or into better shape and changing my lifestyle a little bit. I don't ever want to say like this is a bad food because there's no such thing as bad food. I never want to say like oh I I don't like myself or I don't like the way I look. I would, I just want to say positive things like I would I like I'm going to work on my fitness. I'm going to work on my fitness. I'm going to work on my fitness and so I can be healthy and strong using words like that. And I'm thankful that, you know, I feel like the millennial, I was talking to my best friend about this the other day, like the millennial generation, we've faced a lot of garbage in our youth. Um, and so as we raise kids, we are using different terms and parenting differently. And I think that it's natural that, um, you know, every generation before us thinks they did it better or did it the right way. But in a lot of the times, you know, we learn from, the things that, you know, didn't go well for us in our youth or in our earlier years. And so, um, anyway, I just feel like suffering, unfortunately, happens and that no one wants to suffer. No one wants to, you know, face bad things or go through hard things. And sometimes you are not going to know the answer to that. And that has to be okay. I think just know that a lot of times you're going to come out stronger and that God has a plan and just to trust that plan. I know that I've been dealing with just like age anxiety, which sounds dumb um, because I'm not 30 yet, but I feel like once you hit 30, you have crossed this kind of threshold and I don't want to live my life and have never been you know, to the UK or to Japan or to Paris or to Greece. And, um, I tell you like, God will meet you where you're at. You guys know, I love my trash TV. And when I, sometimes I'll watch it and I will like hear messages, not hear messages, but like see themes or patterns in in life. And God, I talked to one time, it was so dumb, but on the Jersey shore about Snooki. And if you're like, what the heck are you talking about Brit? But anyway, so Snooki, um, dated a bunch of like garbage dudes. She was a kind of like a hot mess in her twenties. She was, I don't think she was overweight. She was just like a little thicker. And then, you know, after her time on the Jersey shore, um, she was able to get into good shape. Maybe some of it was surgery. We know that like once you have money, everyone just gets surgery, but I think some of it was hard work. You see her go to the gym all the time. Um, and she did get some work done, but aside from that, she ended up being able to get married and have kids and to have her family. Um, and so, you know, sometimes it feels like the dreams that you want to obtain are so far away. And I have really big dreams that I feel like, you know, like, am I going to make it? Am I too old to make it? I'm not 16 years old and, you know, doing some of the things I would like to be doing. And I'm like 30 doing some of these things. And, or I'm almost 30 doing some of these things. And um, I don't know, as silly as it might seem, it's like your dreams, you're, There's ne- it's never too late. Kim is 40 years old and she is, you know, on the cover of Vogue and Sports Illustrated and, you know, has this multi-million dollar. She just makes so much money and is super successful and has tons of influence. And when I think about, you know, what I would do if I had any kind of influence, um. I would want to be the person that is normal enough so that everyone can see like day-to-day life. I struggle. Everyone struggles. Life is a struggle sometimes. And then I would also want people to see like you can overcome hard things that happen and you can build your life up from the ground up. 
um, and work takes time and businesses fail all the time. Um, trying something and failing is all, is a part of the journey of success. If you look at the Kardashians, how many failed businesses they have, if you look at anyone who is successful, they have failed at one point. And so for me, um, I think that as parents, it does get to a kind of complicated place where we cannot afford to fail in some areas of our life, right? Like financially, we could afford to take some risk. We could afford to try new adventures or new ventures. Um, however, we can't afford to actually go bankrupt because we, there's kids to feed. You know what I mean? Um, there's their futures to think about. But I think you can still... Um, journey and you can still reach for some dreams and allow some things to fail and to try and to even there's a space for whatever market you're interested in whatever you like to do there's a space for it and I just want to anyway encourage you that it's never too late to try something new it's never too late to do some of the things you've always wanted to do in life. And what I've been doing in this last year, and you guys know that I've been kind of talking about this since the end of last year, beginning of this year, is I'm trying to get re, um, get uh, in touch with myself and some of my old dreams, writing books, um, speaking engagements, things that I wanted, fitness goals. Now, nothing like crazy before, but you know, to be in shape and to feel comfortable and to be happy and to be healthy. And what I noticed is that I've gone to the gym, um, you know, a couple days in a row and like, this is, I'm hurting. (laughs) No, I'm sore. But, um, knowing that like the days I go to the gym, I feel good. And then if there's a day I can't, knowing I worked out the day before gives me like peace of mind of like, okay, I'm not just sitting on my butt. Schedules are hard. And so I feel really good about my gym journey right now. Um, And it's a slow progress where, you know, some people are running hard on those treadmills. I'm not running. I'm sorry. I'm not. It sounds silly, but I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that because that's um, really exhausting and I don't want to look dumb running on the treadmill, but I will power walk and, you know, you'll be surprised at how much you can get done just from walking. And then like the elliptical is another good option. Anyway, um, just moving your body in general is good for you. And so everything takes baby steps and everything kind of has a, you know, like small, small steps lead to big, big, big places. Um, every small step gets you closer to that big destination that you're trying to get to. And so I've been kind of like reevaluating some of the things I want to do in life and refocusing and then also kind of looking at where I'm struggling and what I think is the best way to tackle it. Is it in therapy? Is it um, on a spiritual journey? Maybe it's the combination of um, God and therapy. Maybe it's the combination of um, thinking about, okay, well, why do I feel this way? And then really breaking it down. I feel this way because I've had kids and my body has changed. Okay. So, but why is it important to you that your body looks like it did before you had kids? Well, because I felt beautiful then and now I feel like a frumpy mom. Okay. So are there things I can do like my nails and my hair and dress up and my makeup without having to like completely 
um, focus only on my body and like just keeping going on things like that and just breaking it down step by step by step, bit by bit by bit. And I'm saying, well, you know what? I see other moms who are in like really great shape. I want to be like them. So then why are you comparing yourself to other people? They're not, y'all have different journeys. And then just going through this whole list and like, that's what I've been kind of doing. Like, okay, so society tells me I should be this, but what, how good is society? Like, do I really want to listen to society? And interestingly, we were talking yesterday, my husband was bringing up a point about how the the body positivity movement. And he was saying that, like, it seems like for some people, it's only for women. And I said, no, like, I am, I want everyone to feel good. And he was saying, okay, I know you do, like, you're not a jerk. But a lot of the times it, you know, the movement is women centric. And I'm like, yeah, I think because as women, we face the most scrutiny when it comes to how we look, when it comes to aging, when it comes to, um, like acne, acne, when it comes to, are we pretty? Is our hair done? Are what size are we? Are we big? Are we small? Can we dress well? Like we get criticized about like a lot of things when it comes to our appearance and not to say that men don't like, if you have a beer belly, people might say, Oh, look, he has a dad bod or, um, you know, whatever. And kind of poke at that but that's it. And it's probably not often. And if it is, then that person needs to be out of that per- that man's life because that's not appropriate or nice. But he was saying that I feel like, um, you know, he said to me like, you know, yeah, I'd like to be in better shape, but I'm comfortable. I don't have anyone yelling at me every day. But for some men, you know, the, they really struggle with body image. And I was like, that's true. Men can struggle with it. Um, and that's okay it's all a journey. So anyway, suffering, I think that if we just understand sometimes too that there's been times where, and this is what I've kind of learned in my youth, is a lot of times I want to fight the sadness away. I want to fight the the pain or the anxiety or the fear, the struggle away, instead of facing it head on. What do I mean by that? I like to like bottle it all up in a box and keep pushing it down, right? Like, no, you're going to be fine. No, it's fair. But sometimes when you're sad, you need to, I'm like, I've told Ethan, like, what, like a couple weeks ago, I just need to put on comfortable, cute pajamas, get in the bed and watch chick flicks and cry. And he was like, okay, because I was feeling so low about myself. And a lot of it, I think could be hormonal for me. In fact, when I go to my next, like my annual doctor's appointment, I'm going to bring this up because I, I do notice that with my cycle, the mood swings are kind of extreme. And so it could be something that can be corrected and I'm willing to kind of figure out options for that. Um, it's not negatively affecting, affecting me to the point where I can't function, but I, it is affecting my quality of life sometimes. But anyway, um, moving on from there, I, and so that's something we both kind of noticed and he even noticed like, Hey, when you're when you're ovulating, you're nesting, you start cleaning everything, you start organizing. After that, you kind of get crazy. (laughs) And then once your period comes, you mellow out. Like it's like this whole cycle and he sees it too. And I'm like, wow, it's weird that we can pinpoint my moods based off of what week it is in the month. But I don't know if that's normal. So anyway, I'll talk to my doctor about that. In fact, I haven't been to my doctor in a minute. So maybe I should make some appointments and kind of get checked out. I think that's what I'm going to do. Um, make appointments for December for me because I don't feel like going now or the fall. Um, but anyway, yeah. So long story short, I, 
Um, we all kind of go through these seasons where we're happy or we struggle or um, we're angry or whatever the scenario may be. And that's okay. And um, sometimes you have to let yourself... Because like sometimes when you're in the sadness, and this is what what's happened to me recently, I was like, God, you know what? I'm sad. And I'm scared of the way I feel about myself. And I don't like to be in this place. And, you know, I had to have a conversation with God. Like, I need you to help me out of it. But, like, also help me to see how I can grow from this. And sometimes sitting in that sadness is good. Okay, so the very last thing I wanted to... Um, touch on was I had like a kind of hard week this week um, with work and mom and balancing and um, I was kind of feeling like you know I'm thankful for my job in a lot of ways I'm thankful for the journey that I've been on been in with work and everything I'm thankful but it's always the but right but I'm also feeling kind of I don't know. Um, overwhelmed. Um, stressed out. Um, and anyway, I was kind of feeling like, do I have a purpose? Do I have a plan? And I think like, as I get closer to 30, I do start to panic of where I am in life. And like, there's big goals I have and big dreams I've had. And I wanted to do this by 25. And a lot of it I accomplished, like getting married, having kids, buying cars, getting a home, like all, a lot of things I've accomplished. And there's other things that I want to accomplish in the next, you know, three to five years, um, two to five years, like buying a big house moving to a a new area, um, doing a career jump maybe and, um, booking some things with the podcast and stuff. And anyway, I wanted to point out something really quickly. If you ever feel like, well, how can God use me when, and I was feeling like this yesterday because I gone, I hadn't gone to the gym. I, and I've been doing this keto adjacent thing and I kind of messed up on the carbs and I was like, man, I'm failing already at the, the, the fitness journey, which isn't true. Like I've gone to the gym more than I've ever had in my life. I'm there, you know, four times a week. So, you know, like half half of the week I'm at the gym um the other half I'm very busy momming and working and I'm trying to figure out because I would love to go to the gym every day but what I was realizing was like that hour and a half I'm gone is an hour and a half I could have done dishes taking care of the kids um played with the children taking them to the park and so like during the weekends that hour and a half, two hours at the gym is nothing. Like I have the whole rest of the day, but during the week, that hour and a half takes away from the time I could put into them considering that I'm working. And so, um, and then like right after work, it's like cook dinner and, you know, clean up because you guys have made a mess and try to get my life back together. And so anyway, I've decided to kind of change. I'm trying to cook dinner during the day. So at the end of my day, I think the first thing I want to do is spend an hour and a half with my kids and play, and go somewhere, and do something, and, um, after that, if I have, you know, to sit, okay, we've played now, 
you guys play together, I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to go clean up the kitchen or I'm going to go do this or that. I think it will be helpful. And then also dividing up the household tasks because I realized I was the only one doing dishes. For a minute, we just got into a groove and I was like, you need to like pick up and do some things. But um, anyway, I was feeling like I was feeling and then I opened this devotional didn't even know where it, I don't even think this is the one I was reading and it was talking about how if you you know if you are a a, a person who's been in church or um you know you probably know about Peter and if you don't Peter was one of the followers of Jesus and um when Jesus was arrested before he was um, put to death on the cross he Peter denied following him and like basically being friends with Jesus and so they were talking about how um after Jesus's death how broken Peter was and how um you know he 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 was dealing with so much loss and suffering and then he he sees Mary and he hears like oh Jesus is alive and how much that changes it and I was also reading about how you know when Peter first follows Jesus he's fishing he's not catching anything he's just you know fishing and then Jesus is like no let's go back out and Peter's like this is a waste of time whatever dude but you still do it he does it begrudgingly and then he catches like boatloads of fish I feel like that sometimes happens in our life where God's like do this and we're like God I'm not that good at it or God how can this work out and then we do it begrudgingly and God's like dude and something amazing happens. So that's just as a reminder to follow what God's telling you to do, even if it seems impossible or it doesn't make sense or you don't feel worthy because you are and your story could turn out pretty great. All right, that's all I have for you all this week. Don't forget to follow me at Christian Mom Uncensored on Instagram. Um, there you can send me any uh, direct messages if you have anything you want me to cover on the podcast, if you're interested in coming on the podcast. Um, unless you're a friend on Facebook, then you can message me there as well, or text me if you're a friend in real life. That would be weird. But in in, in any other circumstance, um, send any messages or things you'd like me to cover, topics, um, any stories you want to share, and make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, follow the podcast on Spotify, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps with visibility. Thank you so much to our loyal listeners for getting us over 22K. We're at 23K downloads now. And so it's really exciting as it is to see the numbers climb. And um, have a safe and beautiful long weekend. This weekend is Juneteenth. And um, I'm really excited for, um, for the holiday and to have a long weekend. So I hope that Um, you all have a good meeting. And so anyway, if you don't know what Juneteenth is, I know some people might not know because it became a holiday last year and then I'm going to get off the podcast. So anyway, it's a holiday and it commemorates the emancipation of slavery or, you know, people who were slaves in the U.S. So it was first celebrated in Texas and then afterwards, um, Enslaved people were declared free under the terms of the 1862 Emancipation Proclamation. And so it's just basically celebrating the end of slavery. And so um, it's a cool holiday, especially as a Black person, person of color, you know, history and all of that. But uh, enjoy the weekend and uh, get some sunshine. I'm really looking forward to just 
going to the gym and playing with my kids this weekend. Um, next weekend, I might do a quick trip to the beach, which sounds kind of crazy. It's the weekend before 4th of July, and it just sort of makes sense. So I'll keep you guys updated and um, stay safe. I have so many more things to say, but I'll tell you all next week. All right.